Welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, where we talk about the things in pop culture that matter and ask the question, but why though? I'm going to change things up today and ask you guys to go ahead and hit pause and then rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes right now if you're listening to us on one of those things because it helps us out a whole bunch. Anyway, getting right into things, we are talking about Transformers, and we're going to talk about it from the 80s all the way into the terribly good Michael Bay movies, however you want to phrase that. (laughs) As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. Cool, guys. So, uh, yeah, opening question time. Uh, What was your first time with Transformers, and do you watch the movies? Um... So I guess I'll start off here. My first time with Transformers, I did a little bit. I'm not going to say I followed the cartoon series, but I obviously saw a few of them. Uh, not so much the regular one. I, sadly, I probably watched Beast Wars cartoons more than any of them. I don't know if it just happened to be the time frame. But that was the thing. I know the basics of, you know, like Autobot, Decepticons, kind of where they came from, how they got to Earth, at least in some of the storylines. But that's about it. <laughs> but I did watch all the movies I have seen all the movies. Now, did you enjoy the movies? I enjoyed the first one. I actually really liked the first one. Um, as they've gone on, it's been kind of a, hey, I've seen the other ones. I kind of like explosions. Let's see what happens type deal. <laughs> and there was a dinosaur in the last one. I so was I just to about it. to say that. I was like, that was one of the first movies we saw when we started dating. And he was like, robot dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have watched the movie and everything else. <laughs> what about you, Adrian? Uh, so I first knew about Transformers. Like my first memory of Transformers is watching the the original movie. Like it came out like in the eighties, like nineteen eighty six. Um, the Transformers, the movie. They put thes twice. I don't understand why, but <laughs> I remember watching it and like the opening sequence. I so I'm watching this in I was maybe first or second grade, so maybe 2001, 2000, 2002 ish, and the opening s- scene has uh, like the year says like 2000, like this happens like in the year 2010 or like in the year 2008 or something like that. So me as like you know a young kid, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna <laughs> happen soon. This is happening, and that was my first you know time with the transformers and like since then i've I've watched uh i watched like the tv series that came out like around that time uh and the movies of course i, I love the movies it's, I, it's michael bay like what i, I guess it, it kind of did happen with the movies they came out about 2007 2008 yeah yeah so I mean, they <laughs> dream come true stuff. <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so I, I watched i watched the movies whenever they come out i'm I used to do it every opening weekend. I didn't do it for this last one just because I knew I know it's, some stuff's going to happen. So I'm not wasn't in too big of a rush to see it, but we'll <laughs> be seeing it soon. And it's Michael Bay. Like you're not going to get cutting it. This is this isn't The Rock, people. Like it's Transformers with Michael Bay. Like you're you're going to get explosions and subpar plot. Yeah, you know, there are two different there are two different Michael Bays. There's The Rock Michael Bay, Criterion Classic, and then there's Transformers Michael Bay. There's yeah. no in between. I'll you're going to get what you're going to get. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a Nick Cage and a uh, Transformers movie. Oh, I would totally watch a Nick and it like cuz I know Wahlberg is almost done with them. I would totally watch them like even more if they put uh Nick Cage in there. Nick uh, Cage as the GI as one of the GI Joes and then have the crossover from there. <laughs> oh, Great to Netflix <laughs> movie. That would be so yeah. good. <laughs> All down. 10 of them made in about 2 month period. Nick Cage needs money. <laughs> what about you, Kate? I guess for me, um, my first time with the Transformers, I didn't know what they were. Um, so, like, my cousins, I think I've talked about it on the show before, like, I grew up with all my guy cousins, and they had a bunch of collectibles. Like, I had one cousin who actually would go buy all the Star Wars and Transformers collectibles. He'd have his mom buy two of them, or he would, like, save up money from like mowing lawns and stuff to buy two of them and he'd he'd pin one on the wall and then he'd take one out of the box and play with it so his entire wall was nothing but like action figures and all this stuff was really awesome um but i remember being little and going to a garage sale with my aunt and she was like oh you know robert plays with these you might like this and it was uh it was a transformers toy i don't remember which one it was it wasn't a big one um 
But I was like, oh, this is really cool. I can mess with this. I can transform it. It was at the same time where they, they debuted the Power Rangers figures where you could, like, flip the head and it'd go from, like, the helmet to the not helmet. So I was, like, really into those things. <laughs> and I didn't know what the hell it was. And then I started watching Beast Wars, like, religiously. Like, that is one of my favorite cartoons from when I was young, younger. Like, hands down, Beast Wars. I know it looks really bad right now. And Adrian is smiling right now. <laughs> it's a generational thing. It was awesome. It was great. Um, but I never watched, like, the original Transformers cartoons or anything like that until, I guess, they put them on Netflix. And then I really enjoy explosions and pointless action movies, so I really love the Transformers movies. Like, all of them. I, I don't care what anybody says. But like you said, Adrian, I know what I'm going to get when I go into it. And I expect <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of, like, slow-motion like explosion action sequences and a whole bunch of collateral damage because you know everybody's dying when those buildings blow up but they never show it yeah <laughs> nobody no, they dies all, they all got out they evacuated yes. the city in the last one or the see? one before that one of the ones they they made that clear that they evacuated the city <laughs> yes we're and then you had a whole bunch of uh product of placement of like mark um mark Wahlberg like drinking a bud light oh, <laughs> in the middle yeah. of like the action scene <laughs> amazing Actually, like so cutting aid stuff. <laughs> I might save it because I think we're going to talk about the movies later later on. But um, as usual, we have somebody leading up this episode, and that special somebody is Adrian. So uh, I hand it over to you. Yeah. So to preface, like I said, I watched the nineteen eighty six movie in two thousand one, two thousand two. <laughs> so I'm, I'm by like no means like the most expert on Transformers, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it because I learned some cool stuff about the Transformers series I didn't I didn't know before. So um, to start off, like if you're if you've gotten what to be seven six minutes in, and you're like, oh, what are the Transformers? Basically, all you need to know is that they're sentient robots. They have their own race, and they're from a planet called Cybertron. And basically, all it is is one faction fighting another. You have the Autobots, which are the good guys, led by Optimus Prime. And you have the Decepticons, who were the bad guys, usually led by Megatron or some other bad person. That's basically it. That's that's what you get. It's it's been around forever, like <laughs> o- like over thirty years, and that's always like the the plot, no matter what they do. I'm, so, I'm just really sad you didn't lead with that they're robots in disguise. Well, I mean, they don't start off as robots in disguise. They they're ah. their own people. They're sentient robots who had their own planet. Yeah, <laughs> they they're do. robots in disguise. Because now that song's in my head. Just from saying that line. <laughs> uh, so originally they were Transformers started off as just a toy line. It was a joint um, Japanese American venture by Hasbro. Everyone knows Hasbro. Um, you know they do My Little Pony, uh, GI Joe, all kinds of. Out great of all stuff. the things that Hasbro does or Hasbro does, you go with My Little Pony first. Hasbro, yo, hey, think about bronies. Think about the TV shows. I'm pretty sure I don't have any factual basis for this, but I'm pretty sure My Little Pony makes more money for them than like GI Joe does. Now, at this probably, point in time. yeah, I, I wouldn't even doubt that. Also, have you gone to a, you've, you've gone to you conventions? <laughs> you've seen the bronies. Also, I don't appreciate bronies show up. Adrian into a gender box. He can, he, he, that's, he, can, that's he can bring up My Little Ponies. He wants to bring up My Little Ponies. Speaking of since it started as a toy brand, do these old toys like do they sell for a lot? Because I see them all the time everywhere, and people never I, seem to play I, with them. They're in the box. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. I didn't get to look into any of it because I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> but, I mean, it's been around for 30 years. And you know how stuff stuff when stuff when ages, it goes for a lot of money. I yeah. think um, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but there's, like, Star Wars Transformer toys. And I think I saw one of them on uh, Amazon for, like, 50 bucks or something like that. They're really cool. And we'll look them up. And you can they have, so like, a Darth listeners. Vader that turns into a Death Star. Matt and I have an anniversary come up. Coming up, I, I, I say that you all at him on Twitter extensively so that I can get my hands on a Star Wars Transformer, like now. Yeah, they're actually, they're actually pretty cool. Um, no. But like I said, yeah, it starts off as an American-Japanese venture with Hasbro, which is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, toy manufacturer for America. And Takara, Takara Tomy, which is a huge Japanese toy company. And this happens in 1984. Basically, what they did is they basically rebranded um, Takara Tomy's Micro Man and 
diaclone. I know that's not how you pronounce it. I, I know there's like a different way to pronounce it, but um, I butchered every time I, th- I try to think about it. <laughs> uh, they basically just took like that premise and like those toys and just made the Transformers. So like so basically, when Hasbro got the right to sell Microman and Diaclone in the U.S., instead of like selling them under those names, they just said Transformers and then like worried about you know making the actual Generation One Transformers later. Uh, so that's how it starts. It starts off as a toy brand first before it's ever a comic, a TV show, or a movie. Um, Are there any other things that do that? I'm try- I was trying to think of stuff other than like G.I. Joe, which turns into a TV show later. I can't think of anything that starts off as a toy first and then becomes like a huge, you know, media um, property. Because I looked it up and I couldn't find anything other than yeah. like stuff that Hasbro does, like my little pony gi joe um i guess lego now yeah but it's yeah. a little bit later Maybe on what trolls has a movie now but that's not even remotely close to those troll dogs yeah yeah maybe care that bears what? i was care, care bears yeah care you bears want a michael bay awesome. care bears movie is that what you're saying oh my god adrian doing like the care bear death stare and stuff yes wait <laughs> i kind of want that yeah exactly wait, i kind of want it <laughs> you should copyright uh, that idea right now <laughs> TM. Uh, so, interestingly enough, like right around this, which starts, they know it starts off as a toy brand, but they kind of jumped right into doing the TV series and the comic, like right away. Like a few months after they launch in 1984, they start doing the comics and the TV shows. The comic branches off from the TV show, so it's not like anime as we know, as we talked about in previous episodes, where they kind of run concurrently. Comic kind of does its own things, kind of has the same basic premise, but they don't like wait for the. the the TV series to catch up. They kind of just go do their own thing. Um, great thing about the TV series, too, is that it's still an American-Japanese venture. So Marvel Productions produced it, along with um, Sunbow Productions, and the animation was done by Toy Animation, who we all know and love for doing basically all of our favorite animes ever. Yeah. And uh, the opening song is, like, the robot in disguise. It's actually from that original... Um, original TV show. So that's been around forever and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. The, and then we have the Transformers movie, which is basically based off the show and kind of like the comic, like animation and stuff, all that's interconnected. And that's when you have the first Transformers movie in between season two and season three in 1986. And it's a huge, huge hit. Um, the original comic itself had 80 issues in America and it was run by Marvel and the UK had their own spinoff, kind of related kind of not didn't the Transformers since it was run by Marvel weren't at one time they part of the Marvel Universe yeah so they do they have lots of crossover stuff um, with Marvel like I was saving this to the end but they also have Transformer uh, Marvel toys like (laughs) Spider-Man turns into like a helicopter or something like that and like you can turn Wolverine into like a (laughs) 4x4 and stuff so they definitely went in went in real strong with the whole Marvel Disney uh, buyout and stuff so yeah there's lots of crossovers Um, great thing about like this is like an instant hit in the 80s everybody loves it it's you know from the TV series to the comics to the toys everything's a hit um around the world and they have their first convention BotCon that takes place in 1994 oh wow in indiana yeah so like they almost immediately have their own convention that becomes pretty successful and lasts for a long time we'll talk about that a little bit later on um but I, yeah i also they have want to point BotCon. out too like an 80 issue run for a comic that's really good yeah yeah so. yeah they did, they did really good so um, there's a lot of, like, generations and lots of TV shows and lots of different comics and stuff. So I won't bore you guys too much with, like, this came out in this year. Um, I'm going to go through the TV series, the comics, and the movies and just name some of the big things um, that happened in each of those. So in the TV series, you have The Transformers, which is the one that came out in the 80s. Then you have Beast Wars, yes. which is – and because they have Generation 1 – Transformers and Generation 2. Generation 2 doesn't really do very well, uh, so they kind of, like, scrap that idea and then just branch off from Transformers with Beast Wars and, like, Dinobots and things, like, along along those lines. Which their story have, arc in there is really cool. I know. Yeah. I, like, just want to do an episode on Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For our listeners, it's funny because um, I know I, I give Matt a, a hard time about 
being older than I am, but we in <laughs> like relative list, we're, we're not all that um, far apart in age. But that little bit that we are, I didn't watch Beast Wars. I thought it was dumb. I really, really did. Until I looked up, like, Beast Wars Neo. Beast Wars, like, Neo, which has only got, like, a Japanese run, looks amazing. And I want to go watch Beast Wars Neo. I just find it was cool because it ended up being the ancient Earth in, like, a prehistoric Earth, like, story arc. Yeah. I I thought it was dumb. Because (laughs) I watched Transformers Robots in Disguise that came out in 2002. And that's that's what I remember watching first. And then I remember watching the Unicorn trilogy that came out a little bit after that. Then you have Transformers. Oh, I, I I misread that. I got all excited because so we have our show notes up and you know, and I thought it said Unicorn trilogy, and I was like, wait, there's a Unicorn trilogy for Transformers? No, no. Unicron. No. He's like you, Unicron for those of you who don't know. Unicron's like the like the doomsday of Transformers. He's like their arch huge planet-eating monster guy. Well, I it's basi- <laughs> Go ahead. It's basically what the, the original movie's about, and it's awesome. And I think he's in the ne- this new one. I'm not sure, but it looks like he's in this new one, and I'm pretty excited about Did it. Did he oh. come from Galactus? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. He's a planet-eater. Yeah. So was Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to point out that we just talked about Beast Wars and Dinobots, and I don't think a Unicorn trilogy is out of the context for Transformers, so. There probably there might be a unicorn Transformers. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up while you, while, while you keep going because <laughs> I mean, if there is, if there okay, is. then we have um, Transformers animated in 2008, which is big because it kind of takes place when the Michael Bay universe is um, going off. Yeah, because that came out and, and they fed off the hype of the movie, did they not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I remember that being pretty popular. Right. I was kind of like out of like that phase of um, that style of like. Uh, cartoon and stuff by that point, but I remember it being on all the time. And they had Transformers: Robots in Disguise in 2015, which is one of the newer ones, and still relatively popular. There are a whole lot of TV series that I did not mention here. That's because there's a lot in between <laughs> the first series and now. But those are just like the biggest ones and kind of had like the biggest um, followings. Are these all American Japanese? I mean, I'm assuming the first one was American Japanese, but when does it go? I guess. From Japanese to America, are they both still? I, it, American? It, it mainly stay. Yeah, it mainly st- at least from like these bigger ones. Right. Um, early on, it kind of stays joint venture ish, but like a lot of the spinoffs like only happen in Japan. Okay. Like okay. a lot of like the spinoffs only like the Beast Wars Neo something something or other. Like there's like the third version of Beast Wars only happened in Japan. So there are some that happen over there mainly. Some that happen over here, but they're still interconnected a little bit okay. till this day. Also, Unicorn update. Google wanted to correct me back to Unicron, and there is no Unicorn Transformer, <laughs> and now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. The Darth Vader one. <laughs> uh, so, for the comics, like I said, Marvel Comics had the rights from 1984 to 1993, and in that you have like lots of the crossover stuff that we talked about. One including G.I. Joe, because Hasbro owns G.I. Joe, so there's a whole you know, a bunch of issues of like where there was that crossover, which can still happen, maybe. And this is where we get mecha games or mech games. Mech games? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the year. I mean, 80s, early, early to mid, I mean, mid 80 to early 90s when you yeah. start getting up with technology starts catching up. People just love getting in their giant machines. Yeah, well, yeah but these are sentient beings who are different than like Voltron. Yeah, I was like, his mechs have been around for a long time. I don't know the exit. I don't know the extent of mechs. I'm not a huge mech fan at all. Oh, mech, mech. I love mechs. Same. (laughs) Um, And then there's a a big layoff for about 10 years. And then in 2002, Dreamweave picks it up from 2002 to 2004. They lose the rights because they basically went bankrupt. (laughs) And then IDW Publishing, who still has the rights, but they haven't, I don't think they've come out with an issue in a while so in 2007 to 2011 they do um a lot of like the beasts they do some beast wars comics There's beast wars comics yeah yeah you know and no, they also <laughs> did um comics based off of the current movies to kind of run with that so i was looking what exactly does idw stand for because some reason i just could not figure out i couldn't find it either <laughs> okay i thought it was just me because i was looking i was like all i kept seeing was idw publishing but i never actually saw like what it meant so i'm not gonna lie 
at least from a lot of like these smaller publishers or like um so you have like a large publisher with like small contract brands like a lot of them are just kind of like weird stuff put together so they don't always have a meeting not that this one doesn't you can add us if it does um but i do know that there are a lot where like their names really mean nothing okay i didn't know if it was like a bigger do. company like you know like handsborough made toys and whatnot if the idw was something for like they did something else besides just i would assume because like at least when it comes to marvel they tend not to sell like when disney bought bought marvel they tried to consolidate as much of this, these licensing issues that they had um and if if Transformers started off as a Marvel property and when Marvel was going bankrupt when Disney brought them they had started selling stuff off which is why you have you know the um Fox Searchlight mm-hmm. Century um uh Sony and all this stuff but Disney tried to consolidate all that so I would be interesting to know if Disney's even made a um like made a move to buy the rights or if this is like a sub like a contracted like smaller comic agency within Marvel that would be interesting to find out. Yeah, it's idea and DreamWorks is um, ah. the is what it means. I don't know why I couldn't find that find that earlier. Is it owned by Marvel? I don't know if it's owned by Marvel. I didn't check. I know Transformers itself is owned by Disney now, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure they get some money off that somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine they they would let that go. Uh, so from the comics, then you have the movies, uh, the Transformers, the movie, the 1986 is the big first movie. I mean, it's the one I watched and I thought the world was ending in a couple of years because I watched that. Um, and then you have like the Michael Bay verse, which started in 2007 and right now is planned to go to 2019. I mean, you have the five movies that are out currently, they're planning a Bumblebee spinoff for 2018 and there's an untitled transformers movie that they're planned for 2019 um as we sit right now they've made about 3.7 billion dollars and with that kind of money i doubt they're stopping with just these i'm sure they'll find somewhere to make to make something else um or i hope they do i hope they do a gi joe crossover and reboot the gi joe franchise with transformers you're talking and about full get... reboot, right? Not just whatever the hell they gave us for GI. No, no, like that soft slash hard reboot that was weird. Yeah, I actually yeah. liked the first GI Joe, so I don't know why they tried to do a soft reboot in the second one. But that yeah, was I said the first me. one I actually thought was, a, I mean, pretty decent for what it was. It but was the a sec- damn GI Joe movie. Like, what did you expect? The second one was awful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I I want the Rock with with GI Joes. I, can I mean, that. with a uh, with um, Transformers. I think if I think yeah, I mean, bringing, I could do that, yeah, but. like bringing the rock. I think the Transformers universe is a universe where the Rock would fit right in. Yeah, him and Mark Wahlberg. You have a buddy cop yeah. Transformers GI Joe movie. That would be they've awesome. already done a buddy cop like a buddy movie. They can do this. I could, I could, I could be down for that. I'd be good for that. Until Mark Wahlberg died ten minutes into the movie after he did all the promos. Yes. Yeah. Channing <laughs> right. Tatum two point Again, so that's kind of like the the, the big things for the universe itself in terms of their three main ventures or main ventures like through the years have been basically the TV series, um, the movies and the comics and the toys, of course. Uh, But there's been lots of toys and we would sit here forever if we went through each like every single generation of toys that they've done for Transformers. Um, all the characters are basically staying the same. They've just kind of changed the designs over the years, and that's basically I mean, basically like, it. Like going to cons and stuff, I think Transformers usually tends to have some of the largest showcases. Like in the so you always have like the merch booths at cons, and in those booths, I see Transformers like so far as actual figurines, like overwhelmingly, insanely priced, yeah. and there um, at cons as opposed to other stuff. Yeah, so let's get into some of the but why those. Um, you know, they go, oh, how does Michael Bay's Transformers matter? Um, we're not talking about that yet. We're talking <laughs> about Transformers first. So at the time that Transformers came out, you didn't really have any sentient mecha anime, really. All you really had was, like, piloted mecha anime. And when Transformers came out, it kind of um, popularizes it. So before this, all you really had was... Basically, giant robot anime was either an evil genius created a robot, and then like your heroes who were like piloted ro- in piloted mechs and stuff would 
would like win the day and stuff. You really didn't have anyone where the robot knew who the robot was. The only thing that was really close to this was Gigantor in the um, late 50s, early 60s, and Astro Ganger in 1972. I have no idea what Astro Ganger is. I knew who Gigantor I, was. No idea what Astro Ganger yeah. is. And Gigantor was kind of like the run of the like that that um, that late fifth that fifties and sixties anime where it's like Speed Racer and like just really really cheesy. So he was just kind of like a big joke most of the time. But Transformers like gave the, that universe or gave like these um, these mechs like an actual backstory, and they were had their own race and their own problems. So it was way different than anything that's come before it and definitely nothing like it now like i couldn't think of any sentient mecha anime that was like transformers yeah i think the only time i ever saw like mechs that weren't piloted um they were always evil and they were always like a plot they were a plot point for like conflict but not they they weren't actual characters they were like a piece of the of you know of like you said like an evil scientist made it and now it's this or it was like the next step, like moving it away from the pilots and going into this, and it goes awfully wrong, and that's about it. I can't really think yeah, of any that like do this because you have like the um, like the pseudo connections, like with Voltron and yeah. Zoids and, right. and like Gundam. Like there's like a connection between you and your mech, and the mech kind of is like semi sentient. But in terms of like your own civilization. Yeah. And your own planet and your own problems. Um, Transformers is really the only one who's done so, it. So, and- might be a little off. But, difference between, I guess, mech and, I mean, obviously it's not anime, but mech and, like, I guess you're talking about sentinel. Uh, Sentient. Sent- yes. Beings in, like, Terminator. Mm. Ah. Because I know those weren't, like, giant, huge mech robots, but, I mean, they were robots. I mean, I don't know if they would be classified as mechs. Well, I think mech, at least when I think about a mech, a mech or a mech suit, like it's always on the giant scale. Yeah, that's versus, what I'm saying. They're not like huge, like, but robots. they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely classify as transform. I mean, um, Terminator is like sentient. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but I don't think they'd sentient be mechs, robots. Yeah, but that's why I didn't know Skynet. <laughs> but I was just thinking, I was when I, when I think about it, I think it more of a terms of like anime. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know it wasn't anime, but yeah. the first thing I came with like robots, all set and coming yeah. over. Like, I guess that's the only thing I can think of that's even like close because they kind of take over the world. I guess Matrix too. I guess. Yeah, that's a lot later, but yeah. I just yeah, think but like, but it's still like they're still the bad guys. They're not like the yeah. the conflict isn't like there's like still a human conflict there for Transformers. For a lot of it, it's like their it's their issues and not like the human issue. Which is, I think, why a lot of the movies get a lot of heat is because they focus more on the humans than they do the actual yeah. Transformers who are actually sentient and have their own actual problems and could run their whole movie by themselves almost. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right, man. I think that'd be the closest thing to it would be like Terminator. Because hmm. yeah. um, I'm trying to think of like what like Western, I, like even just like Western mechs, so you, you, even like piloted stuff i think the only thing we really get here and there's not there's not there's not a huge mech scene in over here in the west or at least in the u.s like there there's a large like android and robot type stuff but yeah. i can't even think of like that type of genre um, yeah it's it's because it's all over all over in japan like the only one that yeah. like i said like the only reason the only one that made it popular globally was transformers like if you go look up you know best mech anime transformers is on isn't on any of those lists yeah but they're like multi-billion dollar franchise yeah because i think i think you get i guess power rangers would be that it's piloted obviously and then i know a lot of i feel free to like give me some heat for this but i love pacific rim but that was also like i think the only real mech thing that i've seen other, yeah. than, other than like Power Rangers, so that's you have Gundam. That's oh yeah, Gundam. But yeah. I would that's yeah. like Voltron. Completely... Well, I know Voltron, but like I, like... But I know I know I know Voltron. <laughs> but I would say like Gundam in it. Gundam is a Japanese creation. So yeah. like so far as like stuff in terms that, of like, like American creation. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah you're no, right. I'm talking about American yeah. creations or stuff that came to America and then like morphed. So like obviously like uh, Power Rangers come from Super Sentai, but power rangers in like it's 30th like evolution of what it means to be a power ranger and like now it's yeah. pretty much all american based yeah and transformers is basically 
half at least half American made. So yeah. they have a lot of success there. That yeah. it wasn't just something that we imported. I mean, we got a lot of the stuff first a lot of the times. When we talk about like these TV series, we got some of it before Japan did. This is the first so. one we actually get to say that. Well, yeah, no, it's funny yeah, reading it this, first. too, because Japan, apparently, when they air seasons, they like to have 26 episodes. And so they aired Beast Wars Season 1, because had 26 episodes. But then when they had Season, I guess, 2, it was only had, like, 13 episodes. And so they had a problem with, like, airing it in Japan. So they kind of, like, made a conjoined Season 2 and Season 3. Oh, wow. So they could have enough episode to fill their entire season. That's how Japan TV apparently works. At least that's what I found from researching this. It's like why they had a problem. They ran into problems because they didn't have enough episodes on their seasons from the way they like their TV. Not going to lie. I would love to have that implemented in American television. Just like a standard number of episodes that I'm going to get. Because I hate it when I like I just got done binging an, a season with 25 episodes and the next one has like 13. I'm like, what did you do to me? I came in expecting more. What is happening right now? So Come on, TV execs. Yeah. <laughs> Get on it. Um, and I think that leads me to my next point. It's just the overall success that it's had over multiple platforms over 30 years is actually pretty crazy. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with kids from the 80s now being grown up and then the resurgence of Transformers with the movies and now now those kids who were kids in the 80s now have kids themselves so where are they going to pour their money into? Transformers. You know, parents with money and nostalgia and kids equals lots of profit for Hasbro and Disney and Michael Bay. Michael Bay! So for the toys themselves, um, at the time, G.I. Joe was still really big, and so was Transformers. So this really puts Hasbro on the map globally because, like we said, like it's it's a joint it's a joint um, juncture. So people across the world are hearing about Hasbro more and more as they work with um, the Japanese company to kind of spread it globally. Uh, and then when it's rebooted again with the Michael Bay era of Transformers. They're over $3 billion in revenue from just the toys alone oh, and basically saves Hasbro. Like their sales went up for like they got a 40% increase in profits when the new movies came out. And every time a new movie comes out, their sales, their profit, their profit margin goes up because whenever the toys come out, they kind of redo the toys a little bit or they add in the new toys from like the new characters that they're adding into the movies and they get more money. So it was success in the eighties and then the, the resurgence in 2007 basically brought it back to like that same type of popularity so they've made a whole bunch of money off the toys alone like the movies have made a lot of money but the toys have made over three billion dollars um at the time of this recording i'm sure they're gonna it's gonna go back up again here pretty soon with the new movie out um and they do base some of them off of the movie off of the tv show so there's a like a new female transformer that's out for one of the other tv shows oh, that came out cool. recently and they even saw a jump with in toy sales for little girls because they introduced a female transformer. Can I just ask how uh, that works? What do you mean? I think that they they do like procreation different in each of the series. I think. Well, I mean, I guess I'm to me, to... I just thought they were asexual. I, I think. Besides having, I, obviously, they have to introduce voices, I guess, for whatnot. But I just thought they were asexual, like the robots. I think that was. I guess the consensus because I don't remember how they procreate like in the first movie. Yeah. From what I understood, uh, they were asexual for the longest time. I don't know if they changed it, but at least when they were first designed. But I, I just thought from robot and standpoint, they were just all asexual robots. Well, but I think like even if they're asexual, I think if you start attributing a female voice to it, like male doesn't have to be the default for an asexual being. Like it can be either or. So like I, think I get that from the like if you're gonna watch a movie. I guess I was wondering when they introduced the toys. I mean, they would probably do. Just, I paint well, the robot pink to well, apply. He, or? Well, Adrian said that it was based off a character that was introduced in the television show. So yeah, okay, and she's okay. definitely female. Like when you look at her, you're like, oh, like that's a chick. Okay, that's a chick transformer. Yeah. I must have missed that part. Then that, that came from that. Yeah. yeah, no, he said it came yeah, from yeah, the television a, show. Like you can easily just attribute a voice, but I think you can also make it like obviously the painting it pink thing's a little broad, but I think that's pretty much what it would go to. Like Barbie car? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's assigning through the way we've created gender to something that doesn't have a gender. So you right. would make it look more feminine and what we believe feminine qualities would be. Okay. Yeah, she's definitely a lot more feminine than, say, like an Optimus Prime. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't think that her being there changes anything of, like, how they, like, procreate or anything. Yeah. Because, I mean... So, I think, like, they're just built, and then they get, like, life infused into them. Because they're made out of, like, living is, matter, is, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think Something so. Something like that. I don't know. There's a lot of series here. So, it's... Um, and it changes a little bit every time, but... I don't think there's any, like, robot humping going on. Yeah, I didn't think so either, and I just, like, always thought they were asexual. I didn't even know they had to find, like, genders for robots, or at least for those type of robots. Yeah, I think, like, to what Adrian was saying, and to, like, the point of having a a female, I'm using quotes here for female Transformers, since we've assigned them as being asexual, is just the idea that, like, a little girl hearing a a female voice attached to an asexual robot is probably a good thing. Yeah. So like, like male doesn't have to be the default for asexuality. Yeah. Cause like in the first movie, like you do see, um, like feminine Autobots and stuff like running around and stuff. Wasn't, weren't there like twins? Was it the fourth movie or the third movie? And there was like, it was, they were like motorcycle type ones. And she was, I thought it was a female robot. In the Michael Bay ones. I can't think of. The only, the only female I think of when I think of, like, the Michael Bay ones is, like, the one that transforms into the girl. And then uh, he, he like, make, makes out with her. Is that it? I don't know. I, yeah, it's been, like, it's I been a while. I've, I've only seen each of these. Well, except for the first one. I've only seen them once in theaters each time. And then I've seen, like, the first one multiple times. So I may be completely wrong here. Yeah. No, I think... I just I think, remember there being... I think in Revenge of the Fallen, one. I think there is... Okay. Um, some, some twins, I think. Yeah, because I thought there was twins and one of them was female, or at least... I like, do remember something like, like twins, but I can't remember if one of them was female. I just know they were really cool because they were kind of like motorcycle type ones. But, yeah. I, I could yeah. be completely off base. It's totally not, like, pertinent to the discussion. We can move on. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The point is, is that Hasbro started making chick or feminine Autobots, and they saw their um, revenue rise. Girls buy uh, action so toys. Imp- Gas. Yeah, so it's important. Like they're 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 getting with the times. And then you have so the toys are super successful. Then you have the TV series, which there have been multiple of, and even like the spinoff things like Beast Wars and Dinobots still do really well. Um, ask Kate. <laughs> yes. Um, about Beast Wars. <laughs> she really liked it. I liked Dinobots. Like, when they introduced Dinobots into the TV show um, that I used to watch, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. So when um, the dinosaur in the movie came out, I was like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> Optimus Prime riding a Dinobot. Please let me see that. The only reason over I showed up that over movie. Over and over and over. Only yeah. reason I showed up. Over and over and over again. And then for the movies, the OG movie was really, or the original movie, was um, very, very popular in the 80s. I think it helped it jump off the map a little bit. And then, of course, you have the Michael Bay movies like Love Him or Hate Him. They're still the 11th most successful movie franchise ever <laughs> in terms of how much money they've made. So someone somewhere likes them. Um, I'm one of them. So I like them. I just wish they would get a Just because you don't like them doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish they would get a little better with their storylines. I mean, so many yeah. chances. <laughs> hey, Optimus Prime is supposed to be bad in this one. So, you know, it's I, I'm picturing, I'm hoping it's going to be like in the latest Fast and the Furious movie where Dom went bad <laughs> in that way. Um, yeah, scrap that. I want Fast and the Furious and Transformers to be in the same movie. I would I watch that? that. I would they're watch already that. Because like, they already like cars. Put them in cars. They're already superheroes. Basically, the way those two franchises are going, scrap it. We're done recording. I'm gonna go pitch this movie to Disney. Uh, <laughs> I would watch that. Vin Diesel. I can't think of like anything wrong with this combination. And then you could even go one up and have The Rock be like a double GI Joe agent and cross universes that way. Oh, so you have and just have it revealed that like Hobbs is actually GI Joe. Yeah. Then you have like three movies in one. And I will sit there for three hours and watch that. And then you have Nick Fury come in, like, at the very end to recruit Optimus. Yeah. You know. Way too much. When Thanos comes, they're like, hey, Thanos is coming. <gasps> or Optimus. it was actually an Infinity Stone that is empowering all of the entire race of the sentient robots. And they have to fight to keep it so that they don't die. I'm with it. 
All right. I don't think Matt is. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you can't see Matt, but he's just so not into it. I was with the Matt's first two, and then y'all kept going, and I was like, it went overboard. I don't know if you guys sink. have seen it, but the uh, the Parks and Rec uh, filibuster where Patton Oswalt does the merging of the Star Wars into the Marvel Universe, that's how I feel right now. No. Yeah, it's great. I feel like all of I'm this I'm trying to be Patton Oswalt right now. <laughs> all right. So, on the same theme of the movies, um, another reason why I think the Transformers franchise matters, like, love them or hate them, Michael's Bay's Transformers is, like, the summer blockbuster. Yeah. And has been, like, the summer blockbuster since, like, 2007. It's the movie you go watch when you just want to turn your brain off and watch big monster robots punch each other. And you have, like, some comedic relief with Tyrese and whoever the main character is. Because, like, despite awful story plots, like Matt was saying, it's still made close to $4 billion. Like, it's probably going to hit $4 billion with this latest movie after it's done with its run and after it hits um, China and stuff. It's going to make a bunch of money there. And the CGI in it is actually really pretty. Yeah. Like, there are some set pieces where, like, Trans- like Optimus riding a, a T-Rex, uh, you know, robot. Like, that's ridiculous. I remember watching that in theaters and being like, oh, this is really cool. Well, Taking myself out of the movie to be like, wow, this is this is actually really, really well, really I think well done. We had actually we had also seen uh, that the Planet of the Apes movie that came out around the same time as the last one. And there's this scene in there where one of the apes is like riding a horse with like a rocket launcher and a gun. Yeah. And it's really weird and it doesn't work. But I haven't had that feeling in Transformers because I feel like all the CGI and all that stuff works for me, um, which I don't know why. Yeah, I have that. That's. I mean, I guess that's what's been. I guess most disappointing because I enjoy it. I like the way they do the CGI. I obviously like the robots fighting. Maybe it is the too much human aspect of the whole thing. But I just can't believe. Like the first movie, I thought was pretty good. Like pretty damn good. But the since then, like the story's just been like. Why even try have a story or a plot? We might as well just line them up in a giant field in the desert and just have them fight for an hour and a half. I I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like literally, that's yeah, what man. you might as well do. Maybe throw a few like buildings out there randomly. Like maybe then go to Dubai where there's giant buildings and have it blow Anything it up. Anything that they can use as a bat. Yes, like because <laughs> they don't even try anymore in the story plots. At least yeah. the way I feel. Well, yeah. I, I can totally see that. Like I, I think there is an aspect to these movies. I mean, the, the story plots are, are bad. And I think the fact that it, it, they do keep trying to do a story plot while having this insanely, you're right, Adrian, it, it's like, it's gorgeous CGI. Like, they should Fast and the Furious it and realize what they're doing and just do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there are, there because like, I think one of the big problems, and it's why, in like the same vein of the movies that they're able to be successful and still have people go see them even with them changing characters like every single movie like this the cast of this transformers is not the same one we see in the in the first transformers you know um you know there's no Megan Fox there's no Shia LaBeouf I anymore really like Shia LaBeouf in the first one uh, <laughs> I like Mark Wahlberg better cuz I like I like Marky Mark better than I like Shia LaBeouf <laughs> um yeah funny. but like they're able to like to be successful because people like Robots fighting each other. And if they would just do some of the story plots that are in the actual, you know, because you have 30 years of comics right. and 30 yeah. years of TV series like and 30 years of. Robots. Yeah, like of just robots with like with some hu- human interaction here and there. Like they could do some really cool stuff, which is why I'm hoping that this next movie is about Unicron and they start talking more about Unicron and like his, you know, effect on the thing. Because it's like, it is like having like the Thanos of. The Marvel, like, you're waiting and waiting and waiting for Thanos to come. And that's kind of how I've been for, like, the Transformers universe. And if they do that, they're able to spread that out through a couple movies. Um, I'm definitely down to watch it. Because I actually... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, so... Because obviously I haven't read... I mean, I vividly remember the cartoons, but I didn't really follow the storyline or didn't read the comics, per se. But how much, I guess, human interaction or even human involvement is in, I guess, the comics or the TV series... At all. There is some. I mean, the first movie, um, there's not a whole a whole lot, but like as it goes and as the TV series get more popular, like there is human stuff there, but they're not as like involved. Like in the first Transformers, you spend like an hour and a half without seeing anything relative, like related to like Transformers and stuff. Right. 
So it's not as involved as like the TV, sh- like the movies are And the TV series and the comics are definitely a lot more actual Transformers based, which is why, like I said before, I think that's why they get a lot of heat and why people don't, um, you know, flock to them as much as they could, I guess, yeah. is because they don't focus on the Transformers nearly enough. Like, I, I guess the last couple of movies they have, but the first couple of ones, it was more about what Megan Fox was doing yeah. on a motorcycle. Or leaning over a car. Yeah. I, I, I think that's kind of been the biggest thing that I've heard because we have a friend who's, like, really obsessed with Transformers. Like, I mean, collects the freaking toys like nothing else. And I've met a couple of other people that are super into Transformers, and a lot of them hate the movies. And they've never, at least, like, some people that I've talked to, it hasn't been, like, I hate the explosions. It's been, like, why why are you, like, throwing in all these people? Why are you even trying with these things? Yeah, um, so I exactly. can see that as really valid. And I think one of the things that I looked up was, uh, I guess, like, why the movies are successful. Because I don't know the numbers. I know, Matt, you looked them up. But, like, the movies have terrible critic scores. Oh, like, yeah. Like, terrible. They have an like, in, like, the 18. 20s and stuff. No, they no, the average is 18. <laughs> yeah, Minus see, the first it's, one. It's... The first one, I believe, was in the 50s, almost maybe high 50s, low 60s, obviously, depending on who you look at. And the rest of them are in the teens. Yeah, so, yeah. like, obvi- and, and the the reviews that come out for, like, all of them rip them apart, like, really bad. Like, I haven't read a good Transformers review from, like, an actual, like, media outlet in a really long time. Um, and I think one of the reasons they still make money, even with these terrible reviews and all these things, is because there's something inside us we want to see things going fast and things crashing into each other. And I was reading this article doing prep for the for this episode where they were talking about, like, the science behind it. Is there something about watching things that go fast and, like, violence mixed with that that sets off, like, endorphins in our brain? And that's one of the reasons why NASCAR and NFL are two of the largest, like, globally watched and globally recognized things are because of those two things. And then you take Transformers or Fast and the Furious, things that are terrible movies. Like, if you you base them on just, like, how you would rate Logan or, like, the Oscar stuff, they don't, they're not there. But what they do have is great action and great, you know, those great, things about it and i'm using great here a lot but it taps into <laughs> something in us that just wants to watch stuff go fast and go boom and that's why they keep making money and i am perfectly fine with it Great. yeah it's it's a summer blockbuster like when it's 115 outside like it is right now i don't want to go you know be intellectually stimulated for two hours in a movie theater i just want to see stuff blow up and i want to turn my brain off that's what transformers gives me which i think like this idea of my and i guess like another thing too to go in with this michael bay but why though is like michael bane is like a movie type now since transformers yeah like it it, it's almost like a verb like oh he's totally gonna michael bay that movie or i hope they don't micro michael bay this movie like it's just it's one of those things now um it, it's a part of our popular culture for better or for worse. I don't think it'll stop being popular, to be honest, because um, they're going to reboot this again. This this is one of those franchises that's not going anywhere. Like, in, I guess, when, like, this generation of kids, they start having kids, I'm pretty sure they're going to reboot this again. And hopefully, if they do do it, they do focus a little bit more on the, um, they don't Michael Bay it as much. And we get, like, and we get a little bit of the... Sorry. No, go for it. I was like, one thing I want to ask, like, because you do love the movies and we all do, like, if you could change, I guess, the one thing, obviously we talked about the human element, but I guess if there's anything else besides the human part of the story plots, would there be anything else that you would change when they reboot this? Beast Wars. I think I would take it away, I mean, not, like, to do, yeah, other than making it not as human-focused, because a lot of, like, these fight scenes and, like, a lot of, like, the perspective of the movie is from, like, the human perspective. I would love if they focused more on like what's going through Bumblebee's head or like what's going through uh, Optimus's head and like switch the perspective of the movie to the Transformers themselves and not um, Mike or like, you know, slow motion running by the humans. Yeah, I'm with Adrian on that one, especially because I think that that the movies have tried to make emotional connections between the, the, the bots and the viewer. 
Like, there have been a couple of, like, the damn Autobots deaths where I'm like, I'm crying because I like this Autobot a lot. Well, not crying. <laughs> like, I'm tearing up. It doesn't got me to cry, but I have teared up. Um, but I don't feel like they've actually been, like, full characters as opposed to I just really liked this one particular character. Oh, and now he's dead in, like, the first ten minutes yeah. of the movie. Um, and I think that if they did more to actually build out these storylines that we have because obviously they're gonna, I guess they're going to do it with the Bumblebee movie but like his like the entire concept of Bumblebee getting his speech from something other than him actually making speech like that's actually a pretty cool plot point for a character but yeah. it doesn't really do much because you don't know much around that yeah I think it's a good point like maybe I would care more about the deaths if well one they didn't like reintroduce 17 other Autobots in every movie yeah um and then two, just do more perspective on them because, like, you know, Bumblebee's a good character. Like, you see him saving um, Sam with Wiki in like the first movie, like over and over again. Like, you know, he's a good person. But you know, like, what is he thinking about when he has no voice? Or like, you know, what has he been doing for all this time? You know, and stuff like that. Maybe you know, a movie based on them actually coming to Earth a little bit more in depth than like what we get in the in the movies might be pretty cool too. What, what do you think, Matt? Well, I was just kind of, I mean, because it knew that. I, I mean, I don't know how much they do it in the comics. I know their planet dies. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess I guess I wouldn't mind seeing the movie, I guess, per se, where they're on their planet and what happens there before, like, guess... Because I know in the, I guess, the movies, they just literally have it die, kill off, they go off. Yeah. But something before that to where... How they actually form to become, I guess, the Autobots in the Decepticons. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah basically doing... Basically doing the original movie, basically. Because yeah, yeah. the original movie has them on Cybertron and stuff, and you have, like, Unicron, like, eating basically everything around it and deals with um, Megatron and stuff. So, yeah. they just kind of, I, I think there. the first movie, they just kind of threw them in there like, I'm Optimus Prime. I'm the leader. We're Autobots. Yeah. I'm Megatron. Yeah. Decepticon. And then you get some stuff with, like, with Cybertron in one of the other movies. We're like, all right, now we're going to basically Superman, like, Man of Steel this. Yeah. And, like, transport er, Cybertron here. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I didn't know if there were... I, I'd like to see the... I guess I haven't watched the 80s. I guess I could go back and watch the 1986 one and find out what was going to happen seven years yeah, ago. It's pretty good. I don't I don't know if it holds up. I tried to find it online, and I couldn't find it like in good enough quality for me to like sit there and watch it. You know what does um, hold up? What? The Rock? Beast Wars. I doubt Beast Wars holds up. It, it does. I will put money on Beast Wars holding I up. I think it does. I just like looking at prehistoric Earth or ancient Earth. <laughs> From 4 billion, the 4 billion years All right. Um, yeah. So, listeners, if you made it this far on our episodes on why Michael Bay's Transformers <laughs> matter, uh, I want to run through a couple of fun facts just to round out our episode because it's Transformers, so it's nice and cheesy, and there's some cool facts there. So we mentioned it earlier. There are Transformers, Star Wars, and Marvel toys that started, um, I think, like 2006, 2008, and you can go get those now. Like, Darth Vader literally turns into a Death Star in some of these, like... Or Darth Vader is like a TIE fighter. Like, that's cool stuff. I think they have one where, like, if you... I, I might have, like, read it wrong, but I think what they said is you put Han Solo and Chewbacca and, like, they form a Millennium Falcon or something like that. <laughs> At me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what one of them says. So I, and, uh, <coughs> I Googled this, Adrian, and I will, I'll put it in the show notes because this, like, Darth Vader Death Star looks absolutely badass um but it is also 262 dollars yeah so <laughs> how much do just you get ready to that? not that much to, to <laughs> pay a pretty penny when when you do it um yeah i think that's a, one of the cool things about transformers is that just because of like how they're owned and who owns them you get a lot of these cool things like um who knew you wanted transformer star wars toys until like i mentioned it like, I want them now. Like, I'm going to go actively look to get some Star Wars Transformers toys and some Marvel ones. Like, Matt, you can go get a Spider-Man that turns into a helicopter. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he turns into a helicopter. I would have liked something else. But you could go get it. There's a Darth um, Maul. Just let it go. <laughs> we know what Kate's doing after the recording. Yeah. Uh, and then to go back to the, the BotCon... Uh, this isn't like a, a splash in the pan kind of convention. Like they have them consistently since inception from 1940, uh, 1994 to 2016, where they would like have um, Hall of Fame inductions for like the comic book writers, like the toy makers, and they would unveil all of these new toys. Like when 
uh, Kate was talking about at cons when you have these like wall of transformer stuff. That's why because at these bot cons, they're they make it a huge deal when these new lines of toys come out. Unfortunately, last year was the last year that they were that they did do bot con because this year Hasbro is doing their own convention called Hascon in September. So that's, you're basically going to get. Yeah, it kind of is. It's almost as bad as VidCon for like whatever YouTube does. Yeah. Um, but they're going to basically make a big convention with G.I. Joe and Transformers and My Little Pony all together. So, you know. You happen to know where it's at? I think it's in Rhode Island, if I read correctly. So not only do they have September. a pretty bad name, they picked the smallest state. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they picked there. I don't know. I imagine there'll be lots of bronies there. And I know I mentioned bronies, but I have nothing against bronies, just so we're clear. And I'm not one myself, but <laughs> they give Hasbro a lot of money. They with do. All the stuff they buy, I've so. seen like two documentaries on bronies. They're actually like a really big like subculture that anthropologists study now because they don't understand like the popularity in a place that has such really strict gender norms. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> um, but just for, for me to for me to wrap up, yeah, Transformers is great because it has 30 years of success. It gives adults who grew up with Transformers the ability to have their kids be invested in it. Because there's lots of stuff that, you know, like Predator, like big stuff in the 80s isn't as popular now. But Transformers is one of those things that it's made a resurgence. So as adults, they're able to kind of give that back to their kids and their kids can grow up on it and things like that. You can have those nice family connections. Um, The movies are great. It kind of like put Michael Bay back on the map and you can take that as a good or a bad thing. (laughs) Of, like, Michael Baying stuff. I personally like Michael Baying stuff. Um, more stuff needs to be Michael Bay. So should we Michael uh, Bay this episode? Asa, insert explosions. <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so you have, you have a lot of that stuff in it. And just generally, it's just fun. Like it, it's a fun concept of just sentient robots fighting each other and not just an evil genius making them fight, but like they actually have their own motives. And I think that's really interesting. And they've been able to do it well over 30 years and really no one else has been able to do it like they have. So that's why I think they're pretty, pretty important. And explosions, again, because you can never have too many explosions. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I guess you kind of said it. Uh... I, w- I guess I wish I watched more of the cartoons or look back. I'm not a big robot fan, but I do always know the Transformers, which means they obviously... I guess as a person who's a casual, if even casual, I guess, fans and whatnot know who you are and what you've done and how long you've been, then you obviously matter in quite a bit of a way. Yeah, and I think, like, even people who... I, I can go... I can probably do, like, Transformers, and then, like, somebody will probably, like, finish that line in the song. It's the same thing, like, you can go say, you know, may the force be with you to, like, people, and they know what it is. They may not be a fan of it, but they know what it is. Like, it's a cultural touchstone. Um, also, Beast Wars. Beast Wars. But I am actually really happy we did this episode, Adrian, because I did not know too much about the original and i'm really down to go watch a lot of those old older series because i want stuff centered all around the robots like that's just a yeah, really they, great idea is. for me so and beast words <laughs> jesus all right that's all i got you can take us out kate so if we forgot anything in this episode, got anything wrong, or you want to hear more of our tangents, possibly Beast Wars, uh, go ahead and tune in to, on the other, to the other side of the wormhole um, where Matt will take you through those things. And make sure to let us know. You can tweet at us at ButWhyThoughPC. And we also check our Instagram and Facebook regularly, uh, regularly. So go ahead and leave us some comments and stuff at ButWhyThoughPC for that as well. You can find me at OhMyMythRandier on Twitter and Instagram. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. Matt? And you can find me on Twitter at DatM18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8, and on our website and YouTube channel, ButWhyThoughPodcast.com and ButWhyThoughPC. And I will be doing The Other Side of the Wormhole, usually on Mondays and Fridays on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash So come in, join us, and uh, yeah, take us out, Adrian. 
Uh, Autobots assemble. I don't know what the, the gas raise is. <laughs> play me out. Play me out. I'm done. <laughs>